Hello, and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. This is going to be mostly about the network and all that kind of stuff, and there'll be some acute mental neuroses right at the end, and I don't know why I'm talking like this, so let me stop and just get right into the list you cannot see. Last week, I talked about having massive to-do lists um, after, you know, a couple weeks of meetings with Deb and brainstorming everything and, and just trying to get everything ready for uh, launching Fear agents and man massive fire doing i knocked everything out in like an afternoon after spending a lazy day um last week i i spent kind of my saturday just dicking around playing video games and beating kingdom hearts 3 and uh the day after i was like fuck that shit i need to be productive and i was i knocked out almost my entire to-do list like outside of sending a text which i'll do this week it doesn't it's not super time sensitive um, so man, knocked out that to-do list, and I've got a pretty decent to-do list. I'm, I'm behind on writing Black Falls, which I need to do, um, so it can free me up to, to write some more other things. Some more other things? Good, Doug. Let's hope I write with more grammar than I speak with. But I have, you know, just a few small things that to, to really take care of, um, before I start really wrapping up, uh, uh or wrapping up all the prep for the Fear Agents launch, which will be in June. Uh, we don't have a hard date in June, but we're going to be doing a bunch of marketing at Denver Pop Culture Con, so we thought June's probably going to be the month that we're going to launch for your agents. Um, that's at the be very beginning of June, uh, May 31st, June 1st, and 2nd, so probably like the first, if not second week of June, we will most likely launch Fear agents, so I mean, I'm excited to finally have kind of a, a, a start time, uh, kind of the the end of the beginning and the beginning of the end for some of this stuff. Um, I like that there's kind of a finish line for me doing all the prep that I can go, okay, I've got, you know, a couple months to print this and get those done and edit this. Um, I don't have a whole lot to do. I've got to tweak some of the stickers and the shirts. Ooh. As well as, you know, just wrap up like the small stuff, like I said, like printing the um, entirety of, of the flow chart that is the kind of the map for the entire novel. So, and speaking of prepping, we've been, uh, we'll begin prepping for a Nandaisu Con, or NDK, which is Colorado's largest anime convention. It's basically Comic-Con, but for, uh, Japanese animation and cosplay. Um, we're gonna probably start prepping for that later today, um, firing off for the press passes, and I will start dropping, uh, putting the bugs in people's ears, for uh, interviews and getting Deb and an intern on board. So, uh, once again, exciting since we're kind of in a hurry-up-and-wait holding pattern with Denver Comic Con or Denver Pop Culture Con. Like I said, they're kind of analogous to me at this point in terms of referencing what they're called, or it's called. Uh, we won't find out until, you know, uh, probably about three weeks uh, beginning of April, if we've been approved, and then that's when I fire off all the interview form letters, and we, you know, really start hustling on getting everything kind of in place, which I know is never perfect, but still drives me a bit mad every year. Um, but really, if I can just get to holding patterns with DCC and NDK, then fine, because then once the, you know, kind of the other shoe drops in a good way, there should be a saying for that, like the other... I don't know, pie falls in a lap or something, I guess. But, I mean, you know, I mean, you get free pie, but then it depends on which way the pie falls, right? I'm thinking it falls, like, you know, like in a pan on your lap, and you're like, ooh, fuck, free pie. 
So, you know, just the holding pattern where uh, when the other pie drops, that's rubbish. I'll think of a better metaphor later. But just that, you know, when everything <laughs> comes, you know, out uh, and we get emails, you know, hopefully approving us with everything, uh, that we go, okay, we hit the ground running. Hopefully with pie. Lastly, because I promised, and I know it's a short episode, and it's just, you know, I don't want to bore you guys to death uh, and ladies and sentient glass, gas clouds and hyper-intelligent pets and such, that, you know, I don't want to bore you with, you know, all the, kind of how the sausage is made. I know sometimes you come here for that, and it's kind of exciting to go like, hey, we're going to be doing shirts and stickers and this huge campaign and blah, blah, blah. But, like, in terms of, like, you don't need to really hear about, like, the emailing and me, like, you know, cutting and pasting, like, literally, like, 15 links to submit to these people. I mean, even though I just said it, but, like, you don't you don't need to go into that kind of level of minutia. It's not what you come here, I, I suppose. Maybe you do, I don't know. Um, but lastly, like I said, I did promise some acute mental neuroses. So, I've started playing this video game, and before you're like, what the hell are you talking about? Let me finish. And the name is very misleading. It's called Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Now, why am I bringing this up? Because basically, you play as this Viking woman who suffers from a dark curse, and she's trying to get her boyfriend or, like, beloved soul back from the land of the dead. Now, this all seems very piecemeal. Piecemeal for a basic video game, you know, hack and slash. Doug, why are you even bringing it up? This is why. Because they, before they started the game, uh, when the guy was writing it, he consulted people with schizophrenia, depression, anxiety. He talked to behavioral um, psychologists and behavioral scientists and neuroscientists and other, like, psychiatrists and, and shit like that. And it's a very accurate portrayal of mental illness. Uh, schizophrenia, depression, anxiety. Kind of all of the above. And it is nerve-wracking to play. Uh, they have a warning at the very beginning that says if you suffer from any kind of acute mental neuro uh, no, acute mental neuroses, acute mental illness, this may not be the game for you, so you've been warned. They don't say it as flippantly as that. As that. Um, but basically, like, like you hear voices. Uh, I, I can't trust anything on the characters seeing. Um, and it's, it's very unsettling. At one point, she, like, starts scratching herself out of, like, anxious nerves. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, uh, it's way too, like, close to home uh, for, for that feeling. So not only is it unnerving and unsettling to, like, play and it being unreliable and she's, you know, you very much get, you know, into her skin and, and, and it gets under your skin. But there's also the thing called permadeath, which I'm not going to bore you with, but basically um, you can you know, act, not actually die, like, not me, but, like, the character can actually die, and then all my progress is lost. Um, I have to start all over again. So not only is it kind of a, a more realistic take on damage uh, and death for a video game character, so I'm like, oh, my God, like, I could actually die and, and lose all my progress, but, like, you hear these, like, doubting voices, like, randomly, randomly, um, that, like, just when you're fighting you know, these creatures that may or may not ex even exist. So once again, I, it's unreliable, completely unreliable narrator. You don't know what's real and what's not in this girl's head and what you're seeing, what you're hearing. But, like, you'll hear voices going like, you're going the wrong way, you're going the wrong way. And you don't know if they're even accurate. Like, you could be heading the right way, and they make you doubt yourself. And it's, it's, it's like you feel exactly how she feels with 
this like all these voices always overwhelming you and uh it's i mean it's a fantastic experience in that how engaging it is but it is very unsettling and it makes me very uncomfortable uh i don't play it for very long and then i have a palette cleanser game called persona 5 that's like an anime rpg that i use as like a palette cleanser and uh but it it's a game where I think if you don't really have a grasp on mental illness and you're a gamer, I recommend it because it's going to give you a grasp of what it's like to, to live with some of the stuff um, and talking about, you know, always feeling the darkness. I mean, it's obviously mental illness, but they refer to it as like a dark curse um, as they would back then in the like 900s uh, with Vikings. But, uh, you know, it's not triggering anything in me as far as I know, but... It, it's one of those, I, 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 I get it. Uh, the empathy level of which I can play this game with is intense. So, that's, that's all I got. That's all that's on the list you cannot see. So, from Damn, Doug's Cute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from Damn, Doug's Cute Mental Neuroses, these have been my Cute Mental Neuroses Pie in the Lap edition. Good night, Internet. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Oh, yeah.